Hi everyone, really excited for you to hear this conversation all about quantum human design with Tammy Mack. And a reminder that we officially have the doors open for another round of Manifesting Money Masterclass. The testimonials from this program speak for themselves. They're absolutely incredible. Head over to the page, check it out for yourself. Enter our giveaway on Instagram. So you can head to our Instagram page at MyLinePurpose. We've got a giveaway to enter somebody into Manifesting Money Masterclass complimentary. We have tons of alumni coming back for this program and we would absolutely love to have you. This is going to be a four week study group where we get really clear and intentional around the energy of money, beliefs around money, worthiness amount around money and your clarity around money we can't wait to have you so once again that giveaway is live until sunday evening be sure to go check it out all right enjoy today's episode welcome to my aligned purpose the podcast i am your host nicole mcclellan i'm a mindset expert and nlp business coach Together with my business partner, Kayla Pilecki, we founded MyLined Purpose, which is a coaching and educational training company for women entrepreneurs. I am so obsessed with learning and teaching everything to do with mindset, manifestation, entrepreneurship, and money. My past experiences as a high school teacher, yoga and mindfulness instructor, world traveler, starting and retiring a nonprofit organization, as well as writing a best-selling book, F All Led Me Here, on the map podcast. I have always been told that I have this really special way of blending science and spirituality when it comes to mastering the deep connection between our bodies and our minds. My goal on this podcast is to show you the limitless possibilities that await you in your business and your life. I aim to inspire, educate, and have really juicy conversations with other women entrepreneurs to inspire you to live life on your terms. Tune into this podcast for your weekly personal development. You will feel well-equipped with strategies, inspiration, tools, and magic to go about living your best day. Because after all, how we spend our days is how we live our lives. So are you ready to master your mindset and get rich in the process? Thanks for tuning in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Thursday interview episode on My Line Purpose, the podcast. I'm your host, Nicole McClellan. I'm really looking forward to diving into all things human design and quantum leaping, manifestation, self-sabotage, shadow work, and who knows what other great conversations we're going to be able to pull up today with Tammy Mack. Tammy and I got connected a few months ago, and I can't wait to learn more about her alongside all of you. So let's welcome in Tammy. Tammy, why don't you tell us where are you calling in from, and why don't you share a little bit about your journey and how you landed here, wherever, whatever here means to you today. (laughs) Here, Here is funny. So hello, everyone. My name is Tammy Mack. I am calling from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, Canada. It is about my nice. Yeah, it is about minus 25 today. It is very, very cold out. So I'm happy to be staying indoors and chatting about all things that I love to talk about, uh, which is human design. 
And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to um, share how I actually came into human design. Um, I come from a background of, you know, studying esoteric knowledge, um, you know, honestly, since 2011. Um, and even even back to 2000, um, about 2000 is where my spiritual journey actually started. And back in about 2013, 14, I started a shamanic journey with the Munai Key. And I was really taking my time with the shamanic journey. Mm. And when I was doing the Starkeeper's Rite, um, I was connecting to that rite. And about a week later, astrology and human design kind of found me because I opened myself up to that new level of understanding and awareness. And, And so it was really fascinating how it found me. I didn't look for it. Mm-hmm. So so what is human design? <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, please. Yeah. I mean, I would love for I I would guess that the majority of my listeners have an understanding of human design, but I would love to hear it from your perspective of somebody who works with it all of the time and with all of the modalities that exist out there, why you work with human design. Well, and and this was, you know, when I found human design, it really was a celebration because I studied everything from Taoism to Christianity. I'm actually an ordained minister for the Universal Life Church. So I have studied everything from becoming a Reiki master to the Hindu chakra system to Chinese medicine and Taoism to Qigong to, to all of these different healing modalities. And the one thing that was missing was astrology. That was the last kind of uh, notch that I got to um, really experience and learning new archetypes. So human design really is this multifaceted system. And as a projector, I am here to master systems. Mm. It's a system within systems of understanding uh, the, the chakra system, understanding energy psychology, understanding astrology, the Kabbalah, Um, So many different systems all wrapped into one. And it's a beautiful way of understanding how energy works through us. We tend to come into human design and think I'm this type, right? But that's not really what human design is about. It's about understanding your embodied wisdom, what is unique to you and how you dance with that energy, as opposed to finding a new way to put you in a box. And Mm -hmm. that's what I love about it is, is, It's unique to everyone and everyone's experience is going to be completely different um, depending where they're coming from. And so with human design, I heard you say you're a projector. So there are five types. Are you able to share a little bit about the five types and perhaps how you see them show up for, let's talk about women entrepreneurs, because we were both in that field. That's primarily the listenership of this podcast. How do you see the five human design types play out for women who are starting or growing their businesses? 
This is a beautiful question because interesting enough, um, more and more of my clients are fem uh, female entrepreneurs asking about how it is that they are to uh, move in their business. So I love this question. Once again, we you know we've, we've <laughs> created labels of um, how our energy works. I tend to see it as the sacral beings and the energetic beings. So 70% of the population are sacral beings. They make their decisions through their sacral. So this is the generators and the manifesting generators, which is a hybrid. Now, the, the sacral beings are here for the yes and the no, right? And and I and uh, I'm going to try to keep my language <laughs> PG here, but mm -hmm. it's that sacred yes, right? The yeah. sacrals are here for that sacred yes, and they are here to respond. They are here to respond to life. And so many coaches are are generators and manifesting generators. And as a projector, um, I've been really noticing that a lot of the coaches are coaching in sacral based yeses, nos and responding. As an as an energetic being, I am not here to respond. Uh, I was meditating yesterday, and uh, I had a message that made me laugh. And this is a little egotistical, which I love because I do have my ego to find. But the message was this. Moses didn't come down with his emerald tablets and and um, and ask other people to respond. He didn't <laughs> he mm -hmm. didn't, you know, do do a, um, a type form and ask what everybody thought about it. He just came down and he said, this is this is it. Right. And, proje and projectors and manifestors and reflectors, we kind of have that sacred um dance as well where we feel this energy within us and we and our job is literally to hold that vibration to strengthen that vibration within us and to allow responders to respond to our vibration we're not here to um you know, get yeses and nos, we're here to hold this vibration and attract the right people into our tribe. And so as an energetic entrepreneur, it's so vital for us to stand in our power, to stand in our ground, and to, um, especially if we're so open, to realize that we have to understand what is ours and not to let what everyone else's information um muddy what it is that we are here to do and mm -hmm. and I find that a lot is that we're so used to being told to respond or or seeing what other people are doing and instead of being inspired by it we're depleted by it because we don't we're not in our power enough and we're starting to think that we're less than because we're not doing what everyone else is doing so so Tammy are you able to um just give a little brief description description of each of the types. So for people that are listening, if they're unsure what we're talking about, when you said, you know, manifesting generators and generators are this way, but what makes somebody a generator? What makes somebody a manifesting generator? Are you able to give a little like one liner sentence that, you know, without putting it in a box, but a sort of definition of what each type is? I absolutely can do that. So a generator 
is somebody that has that sacral. Um, when you look at your chart, you'll see that there is um, a spot. It's usually pink. It's the second box up. You'll see that that's, that uh, box is colored in. That means that you're a generator and you are here to respond to life by, by connecting to your gut. So it's a gut yes or a gut no. Manifesting generators are also designed to respond to that gut yes or that gut no. However, they're a hybrid energy. They're a hybrid between the generators and the manifestors. And so they have two different strategies kind of where they are here to respond to the yeses and nos, but they're here to find the fastest way to the top. And so, you know, it's interesting looking at a generator and a manifesting generator. It may seem that the manifesting generator gets there first to wherever that goal is. But the truth is they may get there, but they have missed steps and they have to come back. And so the manifestor, the manifesting generators and the generators work really well together by connecting to their sacral and knowing what's right for them. The projectors are... Um, the manifestors and the projectors, they work very interesting as well, where the manifestors are the old kings and queens and popes, the ordained, and they, you know, initiate, they have initiating energy where they like get a calling, they get, they, there's something that they're here to bring into the world and they kind of create a boundary around them so that they can have a safe place to create, to initiate what it is that they're here to do in the world. So we saw this with the kings and the queens um, back in the day. However, the projectors have taken on that role. And so instead of one to many, we are here to serve one to kind of um, few, to our pentas, to our groups. And so we're seeing that that um, play out with the with the projectors, where the projectors are here to guide, to to guide, to help others reach their goals, to to help the sacral beings, the generators, and the manifesting generators um, towards their goals as well. And then we have the reflectors who are like the canary in the coal mine. <laughs> they are completely open to the world and they are here to be the barometer of health of the community. So when we, our reflectors are happy, their community is happy as well. And so they are pure energetic beings who make decisions through the, the lunar cycle. So it takes them a little bit longer for them to connect to their sacred yes or their sacred no. Hmm. I think it's interesting. I mean, I, I, I don't know how much I would like say the depth of my human design knowledge is, I would say it's like, I don't know, maybe 60 or 70% or something. So uh, maybe I'm confused because I was always under the understanding that projectors were meant to wait for an invitation. But I just heard you say that manifesting generators and generators are the responders and that um, projectors are the initiators, but are projectors not um, do their best work when there is an invitation brought forth to them? Yes, thank you very much for, for uh, reminding me about that. It's so interesting because, yes, we are here to, as a projector, uh, wait for invitations. But I really want to unpack that a little bit because um, when a projector first finds out about that, they kind of feel like a victim of the world and they feel powerless. And I really want to change our way of thinking of what an invitation is. And an invitation is, um, you know, to be 
the invitation instead of waiting, you know, instead of waiting for the invitation. And what that means is to stand in your power, to understand what it is that you are here to bring. And when you fully align what it is that you are here to bring, you will get invited, you will get recognized. And because you are ready to show up and serve, it it feels more powerful instead of powerless. Mm -hmm. May I give an example? Yeah, please. Okay, so I am a projector. Uh, I have my seven centers open. So I am very, very, very open. And um, I wanted to go to the mountains. I just came back from the mountains last year, and I wanted to go again. I knew that there was something that I needed to do in the mountains. And so I just held this vibration. I held it. I meditated. I just held this vibration, knowing full well that I was going to the mountains, and I was preparing. And three days later, I got an invitation to co-facilitate a luxury retreat in the mountains um, within Mm -hmm. a week right so this was me bringing in this this energy of knowing this is what I wanted and knowing that the invitation to be invited into this or recognized was going to happen that's very very different energy from waiting around to be invited and then showing up for yourself yeah, absolutely. And you're right. I, I've met uh, many projectors in our work of coaching that at first do feel like, oh, I have to wait. It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> can, we, <laughs> can, can you make yourself visible so that the invitation is irresistible? They have to invite you. They're just dying to invite you. Mm-hmm. I love that, that you put yourself in the energy of it it's just happening. The invitation is there. Yes. And, and it's so, you know, it's so important for us to start aligning to that and that energy, because we've been, you know, programmed to connect to the Newtonian law of physics, where cause and effect, right, where we're reacting to life, instead of the quantum model of causing an effect, where we're holding that vibration within our body already. And then we're just waiting for it to occur. Like we're just, uh, you know, we know that it's going to occur. The the cosmic giggle is when, right? And so it's, it's, really different energy. Mm, yeah, that's a, that's a beautiful uh, way of explaining it. Tammy, I would love if you could share a little bit about, I know that you work with like various aspects of um, shadow work and how that shows up with people. Can you tell us a little bit about what does shadow work mean? How do you work with it with your clients? And what could anybody who's listening to this episode today take away and begin to do on their own shadow work? Mm, thank you. I absolutely love shadow work because, because of this. There was a time where I absolutely hated myself. I absolutely went into this dark, dark place of self-hatred because I judged myself in my shadow. I judged all of the things that happened to me (laughs) or Mm -hmm. happened through me. But at the time, it was this this really deep, dark hatred and judgment that I had um, within myself. 
And, and it really took a lot of time for me to dig out of this, which, you know, now I understand is embodied wisdom, right? Because it's not until we bring awareness to the parts of ourselves that we either deeply repress or deeply judge that we can start really actually coming into our shadow work. So the shadow is the parts of yourself that you repress you judge, um, you think is bad about you. But honestly, this is where your biggest gifts are. It truly is. And in fact, this is where your intuition lies. Your intuition lies in your shadows because it's your shadow state that is trying to keep you comfortable. It's your shadow state that is trying to keep you safe and, and in, in one spot so you're not moving forward. And when you start understanding these triggers, you know, you can start instead of judging them within yourself, bringing more awareness that this is my body's way of holding me back. Mm-hmm. And when we can start feeling gratitude for that, for that piece of us that, you know, Papa energy or Mama Bear energy, however you want to look at it, that part of us that is trying to keep us safe, right? Keep our inner child safe. When we can start bringing awareness to that and loving that part of us and being thankful that we have that self-preservation and instead of looking at it as something bad, start integrating it into our lives and start using that as as embodied wisdom, right? Mm -hmm. As part of who we are, then we can become a whole being and realize that we're just as much light as we are our shadow and we're integrated into having it all. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I love working with universal laws and universal energy. And when I think of shadow sides of ourselves versus the sides of ourselves that we like to shine, for example, it makes me like truly just think of like law of polarity, like we have to, for as bright as we can shine, we can have like, deep, dark sides to us. And it's all normal, quote unquote, like it's all, (laughs) it's all there, it all exists. So what sort of what are some like, common labels of shadows that come up in your work when you are working with people? You know, if somebody's listening to this, and they're like, not really understanding quite yet what we're talking about, what would you say are some shadow aspects? Okay, so I'm going to pull into um, one of my favorite teachers, which is Carolyn Miss. And I love Carolyn Miss. The reason why I love her so much is I swear, I swear in all of my being that she got the same download that Ra did when Ra got his download for human design, because her work is so, so similar, but using her language and her understanding, it really is. um, And that's why I use so many different modalities and so many different teachers in my work. So Carolyn Miss, she has, um, she works through archetypes. And she has four survival-based archetypes, which could be part of her shadow if we want to talk about it that way. When I when I work with my clients, I tend to work within four shadow-based archetypes. And they're survival-based. So the first is the inner child, right? Everybody connects to the inner child. There's so much inner child um, work being done right now. And the inner child really is part of our nervous system. 
if we're going mm-hmm. to science it out for my logical people out there, because I'm a logical being, I need the science, right? Um, yeah. I need to blend it with the woo. So our inner child is like our nervous system. And, and so that is the first archetype that I like to work with. So we either have the inner child, the wounded child, the deprived child. This is based out of the first seven years of our life. The second archetype that I love to work with is the victim the victim archetype. I am a sister of circumstance, as I call it. And this is a person that doesn't believe that they are creating the life, you know, life happens to them, as opposed to life happening through them or for them. And so this is another aspect when we start understanding that we're not a victim of our life, that we can start being more empowered. The third archetype that I love working with is the prostitute, the whore. 50% of the population have an open solar plexus, emotional solar plexus, and we love to people please. We Mm -hmm. love to bend over backward to be loved, right? Mm -hmm. And when we're working within the prostitute archetype, it's really understanding um, we don't need other people's validation. As I always say it, you know, we bake the cake. We are the cake. The icing on the cake is just validation. Nobody goes to a store and asks for a certain iced cake, right? Yeah. <laughs> we ask for the cake. And and as a prostitute, we tend to sell our soul. We, we tend to sell ourselves short for other people. And the last ar- archetype, which is one that is close to my heart, is the saboteur. This is the the person that doesn't take aligned action. They get stuck in their lives. They get paralyzed by fear or indecisiveness, and they don't actually take empowered action within their lives. Instead, they saboteur themselves with poor choices to keep them safe and comfortable and small. Yeah. And these are all so resonant. If you know, I think most people have lots of empathy to them. And when you really are an empath, truly, and you Mm -hmm. pick up on other people's emotions and ways of being, I feel like I can see these shadows play out in myself, everyone around me. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, I can I can pick out what you are leaning into right now as your shadow, not you, Tammy, but, you know, in interactions (laughs) with people. And yeah, I think it's so great to be able to put a label on it to make it a little bit easier to work with. So anybody who's listening to this, if they're like, oh, yeah, I really am a people pleaser, maybe I could look more into this or yeah, I really do, you know, I feel victim to a lot of my circumstances, I could look more into this, it gives people a starting point. It really does. And when I work with my clients, you know, I can kind of when I look at their human design charts, it to me, honestly, it is like looking through the matrix. Um, I, I, I look at it not only as a logical side of seeing the patterns as a projector, we love systems, we love seeing the patterns. And, and it, you know, it validates what it is that we're already feeling into. So being able to see um, some of the life patterns, some of the ge- um, generational patterns they're going through, what they brought in through past lives or interdimensional lives. Um, And then also as a channel, hearing some of these messages that may not be clear, or they may not be getting through to my clients, I'm able to uh, bring it in a more grounded way for them to understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. And then can you talk a little bit about 
So for somebody who's listening and maybe this is the first time they're hearing concepts such as this, what would you offer that somebody could do, you know, besides a Google search, but like on their own to start to work through and with some of their own shadow side? One of my favorite, favorite books is called Existential Kink. And I can't remember who the author is, but if you Google it, you'll find the author, Existential Kink. And it was um, a mind-blowing book because it talked about our subconscious as a kink, as something Mm -hmm. that gets us off, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, We're not aware of it. We're not aware of how how happy we are when our subconscious is driving (laughs) the processes in life. Uh, When we're taking a back seat, that's kind of what it is. It almost feels comfortable sometimes to take a back seat in our lives. And so Existential Kink is an amazing book that I I tend to um, share with all my clients um, in order for them to gain a different understanding of why it is that they make the decisions and do what it is that they do. Okay, great. Thank you for that. I've not heard of that book. And I will definitely uh, look into it after our chat today. Awesome. And then always, I, you know, is just getting your human design chart, you know, just downloading that chart. And uh, when you download it, you get a little uh, booklet or a little PDF about your energy type as well. And even just starting with that, just looking at your chart, even if you don't understand it, your body already does. You have mm-hmm. that embodied wisdom within you already. So even though you may not consciously or mentally understand what it means, your body may start reacting to that chart. Yeah. Okay. That's good. And I can put um, a link in the show notes to like the, I think it's like Jovian something where people can access. Yeah. I don't use Jovian. Um, I use the quantum alignment system um, because you're going to get a beautiful book. I'm going to talk about the difference between quantum human design and human design. And, And this will make a little bit more sense why I don't use Jovian. So human design is um, a system of understanding differentiation, right? So understanding your not self. Quantum human design is a little bit different. We want to celebrate the self. So quantum human design uses more empowered light language that empowers you instead of making you feel bad about yourself. So I, I tend to find, and I did this my experience myself, is when I first started going into human design, I didn't resonate with the language. I didn't understand the language. Well, when I went into and studied and, and certified as a quantum um, alignment system practitioner and quantum human design practitioner, the language lit me up. It absolutely lit me up and it made me understand it a little bit more. And so I tend to lean my clients um, to the language of quantum human design instead. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Thank you for that. You know, it's so interesting. I was part of probably mm, a little over two years ago, I was part of a team that had our human design read by this woman out of the States. And there were five of us on the team. And one woman on our team got her reading and 
even the facilitator of the reading was like, ooh, like her energy was like, ooh, wow, I've not seen a, a chart like this before. And, and, and she was a projector. And basically, the energy in the room got really heavy. It was like we almost all felt bad for her of like, oh, you're not going to be able to do this. And this is hard for you. And this is going to be challenging. And I walked away thinking like, wow, that must have been a really terrible experience for her. Um, and so it's nice to know that perhaps that's how a lot of people leave feeling because the language can be just not received well. So thank you for sharing that there's another approach to looking at this. There really is, because when we think about the openness of our centers, you know, and, and they talk about conditioning and how, you know, and we tend to talk about how bad conditioning is, but I want to look at it at a different way. Conditioning is a way for us to connect to embodied wisdom. Because this is something that we've lived through. We understand, and this is where we gain more self-mastery through really, under, you know, taking in other people's energies and sifting through what is true for me, what isn't, what feels good to me, what doesn't, what can I keep, what can I let go of? And it mm. really gives you more as opposed to... Um, as opposed to just what you already know. Because when we're already grounded in what we already know, sometimes we don't allow ourselves to experience more unless we're forced to. And right. so when we have more openness, we have this expansive and this, and this um, power of learning more depth of within us and understanding other people a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you for saying that. Um, Tammy, I would love to know, I know that you and I had a little bit of connection before this, and I was able to do a little bit of a dive into what lights you up and what you love to work with. And I know that meditation and manifestation are two really important uh, aspects of your life. And can you share a little bit about how those play into your day to day experience? Absolutely. So as a projector, and, and here's another thing that we hear a lot about non-sacral beings is that we don't have a lot of energy. <laughs> and I, I'm going to lie, I, or I'm going to say I bought into that as well. I bought into last year, I bought into, well, that's why I'm burnt out because I don't have the energy that other people have. And because I'm a projector, and I don't have, um, you know, a consistent flow of life force energy through my sacral. Right. And I'm going to call BS on that. I'm going to call yeah. BS on that right now because we do have a lot of energy. In fact, we have the opportunity as non-sacral beings to build our own source of energy. And the one way that I have really connected to is through meditation. And this isn't just listening to nice music and <laughs> zoning out, but I actually do, um, Joe Dispenza, I do his mm -hmm. um, blessings of the energy centers. And through this, this has really given me more energy in my life, because I've been really cleaning out and connecting to and understanding and strengthening my energy centers so that I can hold more energy. The more energy that I can hold, the more that I can take in and amplify out. And the more energy that I find I actually have to do the things that I love 
to do. For instance, I, you know, I am a 44 year old woman who loves to run half marathons. I absolutely love to do it. I love to be active in my body. I love to push my limits. And when I first found out that I was a projector, I was like, oh, well, maybe that's why I'm burnt out is because I'm, you know, using that energy. Mm. And that's not true at all. We don't have energy for BS. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way to put it. Right. I don't have energy to, you know, um, take in all of the crap that we have been so conditioned to take in. I don't have energy for that. And so I have very, very strong boundaries in what I'm going to use my energy for and not. So I'm going to use my energy to run half marathons, to lift and CrossFit, to meditate for hours, because that is truly something that I love to do and is part of my manifestation process. The more that I feel into a feeling, the more that I, when I'm on my mats and I'm meditating and I'm calling this energy and I'm practicing how it is it feels in my body, whether it's comfortable or not, the more that I draw that experience into my life. And that is the beauty of, of what we all have available within us. It's not waiting for the universe, you know, responding to the universe showing up for us. It's feeling it first within us and then watching and getting a little chuckle when we start seeing the step-by-step process that the universe actually shows us, which isn't magical. It's just life. And we just are so conditioned to think that it's magical, but it really isn't. That's just part of life. Mm, Wow. Oh, I resonate with so much that you're saying. And we, and when I say we, I mean my line purpose community, there's hundreds of us in it, our big Joe Dispenza fans. And Mm. we actually just all did a book club last month and uh, worked through, we did a future you challenge that we created from his breaking the habit of being yourself. And I've read that book a couple of times. I love the blessing of the energy centers Mm -hmm. and I love meeting other people, women in particular, who love his work and truly infuse it into their day-to-day way of being because it it makes us self-responsible. That's what I love about Dr. Joe's work is it's not waiting on somebody else to come in and change your life or, or fix what's wrong or broken. It really requires us to look at where we're at and say, is this working for me? Do I want something bigger or better or more exciting? Okay, well, what do I have to do to get to work on that and make it happen? And, and this is, you know, where, why I love, you know, we are the creatrix of our matrix. This is, this is one of my taglines is that we are the creatrix of our matrix. We are not a sister of circumstance. We create everything. And, and we tend to think of it only as the good in our life, but truly we create the bad as well. We create the bad as well to either understand the biofeedback that is coming within us, that is something that we're here to transform for the ancestors or transform so that the future generations no longer hold on to that karma and they're able to create their own um, in our lives. And so we create the good as much as we create the bad. And when we can start understanding that this happens for us, this instead of to us, we really are able to take more responsibility for what it is that we truly want to experience and bring into our lives. Oh, I could not agree more. You know, Tammy, I was just thinking, I'm wondering, can you tell or pick up on or read just from our conversation, what type of human design type I am? 
Can I? I want to say that you're a projector um, because there was a confusion, but also because, but then there's a part of me that's saying you're a generator because you're responding so beautifully. And the, and the way that you're saying this resonates within my body is something that a generator would say, because they're getting that, he- that, that heck yes, <laughs> that yes. Mm-hmm. Talking, And I find that generators generally get that within the one I'm talking. Mm, okay, great guess. Yes, I'm a generator. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. After I found out that I was a generator and I'm a non-specific manifester and just so many things about myself mm-hmm. that I found out that I pick up on when I'm recording podcasts all of the time is how I'm always responding with a Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know that I'm doing that. And then I found out from my human design reading that before I can even think if I agree or disagree with something, my body is making those noises. And this is why I teach a lot of, you know, I say that human design is a way of understanding our embodied wisdom. Because exactly what you're saying is your body knows before your conscious mind does. And so, for instance, if you are trapped in sabotage, for instance, and you're, you know, for me, I have, um, and I'm going to speak about a few gates here, but I'm highly, highly intuitive. Gate 57, I have, I think, three times in my chart, for instance. My body knows something is going to happen three days before it happens. And I instantly go into an my body wants to numb. So um, it wants to go into an addiction. It wants to, my body will instantly tell me something is happening. I need to feel safe right now because our body picks up on the EMs, the energetic, um, the electric magnetics (laughs) before our mind does. And so when we can, can connect to our embodied wisdom, this gives us so much more depth and understanding into the world around us. And so, um, that I love teaching intuition. I love connecting my clients deeper into their intuition. And in order to do that, we dive deep as diving divas into our shadows, into all aspects within ourselves, even the stuff that we've judged, repressed, try to, you know, put in this nice smile on and push down because those are our biggest teachers. Mm, wow. Yeah, your program sounds amazing. And I want to get into that in just a moment. I want to hear more about that and so that our audience can hear about it. But before we get into that, Tammy, there's always two questions that I ask everybody on the podcast, as this is my aligned purpose, that's our company. And so it's it's that broken down into two things. What do you believe is your purpose in this season of life? And how do you know when you're in alignment with that purpose? Mm. <laughs> I, I like could literally cry right now. So this week we are in the, you know, we are being grounded by the Leo energy. We just had a full moon in Leo last night. Mm-hmm. My incarnation cross is the left angle cross of alpha. I am here to be a leader. I am here to be a leader. I am here to be a leader. And I'm going to straight out say that, you know, saying that right now brings up so emotion and it scares the crap out of me. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why I know that this is so true, because I know with every bone in my body that I am here to bring the woo to you, to allow you to feel empowered 
by who you are. And, and I, I truly, truly am here to, to educate, to teach, to share, to lead a new way of doing things. Um, and that is not, you know, the way that we've been doing things before. It's really to bring the integration of the masculine and the feminine into the integrated being, <laughs> the Horus. Um, and, and really be a leader in that by doing it myself. And as a line six, it had to take me an entire, almost entire lifetime. I'm 44 this year. I'm coming into my Uranus opposition, which means I'm coming into the breathing out aspect of my life. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that the wisdom that I've, you know, that I've come through the shadows, the deep, dark hatred, the bullying, all of the things that I went through happened for me, for me to grow from, for me to be empowered through, and for me to guide other people because I've been there too. Mm, wow, beautiful. And it sounds like you are really landing in purpose right now. And to, to be the leader, to be the leader, to be the leader. And what what is your proof that you know you're in alignment with that? How do you know? I know that I'm in alignment with that because the synchronicities start flowing. I know that I'm in alignment because my body starts reacting to it. I have a huge smile on my face right now. And yet my body is, is feeling a lot of energy because it's wanting to move. I know that I'm in alignment because all of a sudden um, I have the energy to do it. I have the energy, um, I have the resources that are being pulled in, I have the people that are responding to my messaging. So I know that I'm in the right path, because things are becoming easier. Mm, okay, I love that clarity. Wow. Okay. So Tammy, now can you tell us, it sounds like you've got lots of beautiful offerings and way that ways that people can work with you and check you out and get in connection with you. So can you start to tell us um, some of the ways that people can work with you? And then where can they find you? Absolutely. So I do one on ones, um, I really enjoy dancing with one-on-ones right now because it allows a level of intimacy that is um, uncomfortable for other people but somewhere something that I'm very very comfortable with and so um, I do have um, you can start out with a chart read I do foundational readings um, and that's a one-off and then but I would prefer for you to move to commit to yourself and move into the Dive and Diva program. This is a three-month program where we're working one-on-one -on -one together, introducing you to your chart and then transcending the chart because we get stuck as this is who I am. But the truth is, is you are all of it. You are all of it. And, and so with Dive and Diva, it's really diving not into your, just not only into your human design chart, but every part that is coming up for you, every aspect, whether it's um, money related, whether it's relationship relating, whether it's, you know, becoming a soulpreneur, your life purpose, whatever it is, um, we're working towards a cycle of completion. It, it's working towards that cycle of completion so that we can evolve into that next step. Beautiful. And where can people access you to check out your one-to-one -one offerings and your three-month program? 
So um, you can check me out on Instagram. That's probably where I'm as a projector, you know, trying to find one system that works for me. I absolutely love Instagram. So you can find me at I am Tammy Mac on Instagram. And then you'll see my link tree there, which will take you to my website. It's at www.tammymac.com podia.com i also have a facebook group called quantum human design that has over 3,000 members and so you can always um, if you want to learn more about human design you can join us in that facebook group there as well um, and i have a youtube channel that i've just growing it's just in its baby <laughs> so i'm growing that as well amazing okay well i'll be sure to direct our listeners and our community to all of those places to check out what you've got going on and work with you and share your work. And I just really want to say, I appreciate so much you taking the time to have this conversation with me today. And I've loved learning a little bit more about shadow aspects and, and the different ways to read human design. I will not link the Jovian chart noted. <laughs> I, I will link a new one. And yeah, I really appreciate you being here. And I hope that you and I, I trust that you and I stay connected beyond this call because it sounds like we have a lot in common. Thank you. I have to say as a projector, I want to thank you for creating this container for us to um, connect with. That That is the one thing that I am so grateful for our generators is that they create containers mm -hmm. um, for us um, energetic beings, for us projectors and manifestors and reflectors to come in and serve from. So I want to thank you so, so much for having this beautiful podcast and your beautiful face, uh, Facebook group um, for me to share and, and to join. So thank you so much for being the beautiful generator that you are and and building um legacies and things in life amazing okay thank you so much tammy we will make sure that everybody has all of the links to get in contact with you and have a gorgeous day in minus 25 i'm over on vancouver <laughs> island i don't want to brag it's a little bit warmer here but you know i lived up north for three years and i'm from nova scotia and my fiance is from saskatchewan so mm. I, I know what you're going through right now <laughs> I love it. Actually, I, I love it. I love, um, I love the, all the different temperatures. I love all the different seasons. It really gives me more expansiveness. Um, um, and that's, that's something that I get to see as a plus instead of a minus. <laughs> mm, yeah, beautiful. Okay, have a great day, Tammy, and we will chat soon. Thank you so much.